Hello everyone, come on in, pull up a seat for Countertop Conversations. Today, Eric, we have another special edition, special interview, special guest, whatever you want to call it. We got some buddies here today. Yeah, it's the first time we have having two people on the pod at once. I know it's going to be crazy. We have no idea how this is actually going to work, so uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoy the ride and um, are excited to hear our few guests. Uh, we have guys who are a few years younger than us, uh, Cole Spaulding and uh, Jared Favish. Uh, say hi to the, say hi to everyone, guys, all uh, ten people. Pleasure, pleasure <laughs> being here. Uh, glad to be the inaugural first duo guests on the pod, you know. Yep, glad I could share this experience with Cole. Great to be here. Not me. <laughs> duo. Okay. <laughs> first duo. <laughs> first duo. I'm all glad right. to be here with you guys, too. Thank like, you. Well, I assumed you were talking about me. I mean, yeah, we're going to have that weird Cole-Cole dynamic yeah. going on, so... Might have a feel like where we trip over sometimes, but uh, we'll, we'll make it work. Uh, what do we want to dive into first with this? I was thinking about talking about our college experience a little bit with some football. All right. So for me, I've been to two D3 games, and I went to a D2 game. Eric plays D2, and have you been to any other ones? Uh, a lot of D1. Lot down of D1. in Madison. Uh, Spalding, what about you? Uh, I play D3 football down at Curly University. Um, I've also experienced my fair share of D1 football games as well, so got that experience going for me. And then Fibs? I'll be the D1 fan expert. Also, <laughs> also a D1 intramural champion in flag football. Oh, oh. champion. Yeah. Is that the first champion we have here for, from a college? Yeah. I so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Technically, I won basketball. Oh, okay. We won the loser's bracket, but it's still <laughs> the it's same. A, a win's a win. Same shirt that the overall champs got. There so go. I took second twice. Double runner-up. Tough. <laughs> okay, um, so I let's talk about like what's different between them. So yeah. I've only done, I've done D3 and D2, and I'm not going to lie, the crowd they're, was they're better. as hell. <laughs> yeah, there's not really much of interaction, but D3 was definitely better for me. Maybe it helped that I was at a... UW Oshkosh, and I got to see Whitewater play, and they're like powerhouses. But for the most part, I was a person who's never experienced D one, and having you three have, I kind of want to get that insight to what it's like. Um, well, you start. You, yeah, you're you the fan. You're the expert. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I attend Iowa State uh, in the Big Twelve. So, and I've also been to. Two or three Hawkeye games, and then Badger games when I was a lot younger. Um, so I've actually kind of been able to see the difference in stadiums, difference in sizes of fans, kind of how the fan base works. Um, what, what exactly do you guys want to hear? I want to hear the craziest story that you guys can think of that you saw at a tailgating. Oh, something that people hear about but they never actually see. Okay, well, I got one to spin off quick that you made me think of. <laughs> so I was, in, I was in the top level of Jack Trice Stadium, and we saw a guy going down the middle aisle to go down to the bathroom or something, tripped for a solid 50 steps. <laughs> and as you get to the bottom, the rail kind of splits into a Y, and you mm. go around. The dude hits the bar <laughs> to his waist, grabs it, and just bends over it. <laughs> And, like, everyone's watching this guy just booking it down these stairs. And he just, like, slowly gets up and, like, casually walks to the bathroom. <laughs> what a champ, Yikes. though. What a champ, though. You gotta, you gotta turn those situations into... Nothing happened. Just, just gotta, brush it off. Brush it off. Walk it off. And Have you ever seen any Bill's Mafia at a tailgate? Yeah. I actually... I I think my shoulder made the bar stool page. <laughs> <laughs> 
because I was standing there and I saw this guy just kind of jump and I, it was a second jump around the table but the first guy actually jumped through it was a it was like a homemade pawn table but he broke through this sheet of OSB and I guess he did something to his leg I think he like tore his meniscus <laughs> oh, and so like I saw this one guy jump off the truck and like hit it and a guy comes over he's like no no some guy went to the hospital already today <laughs> so, yikes that's awesome though I mean I've only seen videos, so experiencing that kind of stuff is pretty dope. What about you? Uh, you I mean, anything? for me, it's going to be the whole, like, kind of how you say it's with the videos with playing D3. I don't get to get that pregame atmosphere because I'm getting ready for a game. But I know, impressively enough, our homecoming game actually pulls quite quite a crowd. Actually, most of our games do pull quite a, quite a crowd. We travel well, too, for being D3. Um, but, yeah, our homecoming game, from what I've heard from people, is an absolute blast. Um <laughs> I've seen videos of people thrown through tables. Um, it's it's kind of your typical tailgate, even though it is a D3 game still. Now, Carol's private, right? It is a private school, so even with it being a private <laughs> school, you still got people people going through tables and just having a good time before a football game. So That's awesome. What about you, E.T.? Uh, Does Michigan Tech do anything crazy? Yeah, crazy smart. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> it's hard. Honestly, I think we travel better than we do at home games because most kids are from downstate so then their families it's a whole lot easier for them to drive like two hours to go to a game downstate rather than driving eight nine maybe even 12 hours to come up to the tech game um some of our uh honestly our pet bands probably the craziest i they're a different breed of humans <laughs> i don't understand them they are the weirdest but proudest people I've ever known in my life like they're just a, have any of you guys I, I can agree to that I've been to my I've been to a Michigan Tech we both have been to a Michigan, Michigan Tech, Tech basketball Tech. game and yeah. your yeah. band is is quite different and something else <laughs> yeah in, in all honesty <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be real like can you guys like put a fin put your finger on it like explain it to me or they're just quirky and just kind of do just whatever like yeah. they, they don't hold back they they aren't afraid to swear, any repercussions like, it's just like I know, um, and at Madison, the student section does the whole "f you, eat shit" um, chant, and like our pet band says whatever the hell they want, <laughs> and like no one gets in trouble for it, and it's awesome. I mean, winter games. I remember this year, it was just complete whiteout, like snow coming in sideways, everyone's freezing, and our pet band's out there shirtless, running around, <laughs> screaming for the whole game. It's just like. Alright, like, more power to you guys. Um, I can't say I've had any interesting tailgating experiences, like when I went to Badger games. Um, I had an interesting experience post-game. <laughs> we were walking back. First off, it was an awesome game, because it was the... It was... What was it? 2010? 12? Somewhere around there. Ohio State was number one in the country. It was J.J. Watts last year playing. I think for um, Madison. Is that ten then? Was that my they they upset Ohio State? Yeah. Yep. When we upset Ohio State, ran back the opening yep, kickoff. Ran back the opening kickoff. And that game was just nuts. Like there's an atmosphere. That was my first D one game I went to, so it was it was a different atmosphere just being there. And then add to the fact that we were such underdogs that like everyone was coming in just like screw it, like play balls out and we'll see like yep. hope for the best. And I remember watching that opening kickoff. 
get returned, and just from that moment on, the stadium was nuts the whole day. I think J.J. Watt ended up with, like, three sacks and, like, six tackles for a loss. Like, just had a hell of a game. Um, and I remember that we stormed the field that game, and, like, at the end of the game, seeing the one lone student have the balls to jump over and be the first one to just sprint <laughs> out onto the field, and all of a sudden, just the wave of students behind him. My sister was in the stands. She said she didn't even walk down. Like, she just got picked up and just carried like, the whole way by the whole student section. Like, I was out there in the middle of the field with all of them. But then, so we're walking back. Um, I felt bad. There was one Ohio State fan. He had his still proud Ohio State flag up in the window, and everyone's just beating on his car as they're walking down the road. Like, you couldn't drive down the streets because everyone just walked through the middle. And so we're walking back, my parents and I, and I was like, we got to take this left. And they're just like, nope, 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 we can keep walking on the train tracks, and then we'll be able to cut over later, because we parked at the Cole Center, because that's over where my sister's dorm was. And so we ended up, we weren't able to go, because there was like a 20-foot fence in our way. And uh, so we walked all the way down to the Capitol, which, if you know Madison, that's That's a a hike. That's a waste. Yeah. And so then we're walking, like, we walk down, and our capital is, like, probably five blocks on our left, and we're walking up to it to get back to the dorms. And um, I just kind of look over on the side, and there's definitely a drug deal going down. <laughs> and this one guy just flashed his gun at me, and I told the parents, keep on walking. And the guy just kind of gave me a nod and let us go. And I was like, thank the Lord. But, yeah, that was probably my sketchiest uh, or most interesting around football. I think the best thing I got is I got a hat at a UW River Falls game. That's a, that's about all I got for stories for college football. Thanks. Yeah, I've been to three games, and yeah, that's all I got. Actually, three? I've been to four. I got to watch Illinois play uh, Purdue. Went with uh, the Roberts down for Luke had like a visit or whatever. So we get to walk around the campus, and they we got like VIP treatment and everything, which is pretty dope. But Jared, with you being, you've gone to several different stadiums. Which one's the best? You've never been to Madison though during college. Or Not during college. Yeah. I think last time I was there was probably junior year of high school. Okay, so that's still for pretty the good. Axe game. Yeah, so good game to go to. Yeah, so you want to know kind of which one I like best? Yeah. yeah. Hmm, okay. See, because, like, at first instinct, I got to go, like, my home school's the best. But, um, honestly, they all were kind of unique in the aspects they had. Because one thing I really liked about Kinnick Stadium was you got the Children's Hospital yeah. right there. So that was kind of a really cool experience, they too. they do the wave and everything. Yeah, and... so I've got to do the wave with my roommate there. And okay. they kind of got, I've been to, was it? Two of them were night games, so you see that area lit up. Um, I'm trying to remember back to Camp Randall. That was a pretty cool stadium, definitely the biggest out of all of them. Okay. Um, Kinnick actually really impressed me, though, just on not necessarily compact, but how close it was and just how massive it was height-wise. Oh, okay. Because looking back at, like, Jack Trace and, I guess, Camp Randall, they're more kind of that big bowl, mm-hmm. whereas Kinnick is just compact so it makes everything feel big and you got the large press box there and then also they got the hawkeye water tower so i i think kinnick was a really cool stadium um especially seeing at the night game and then i was at the stripe out game too versus penn state 
So you What's got the kind of, stripe out. So black and black and yellow, yellow yeah. sections alternate. Oh, oh yeah. that's cool. So I that's think I work in black section, but you'd look around and just everyone did it. So it was it was really, definitely a cool atmosphere. Hmm. So Michigan Tech ever do anything like that? Can't say. We <laughs> We're trying to improve the stadium, but we got a long ways to go. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure building and construction they have put on hold a little bit, potentially. Yeah, when it snows for nine months of the year, practically, it's a little tough. Although it was a down year, we only had like 310 inches. Oh, that's so, it. <laughs> yeah, just casual. Um, Cole, so you've been to Camp Randall. What was your favorite part? Um, did you first off? Did you go during college? I've gone. I've and, gone to one game prior to college, and I've gone to I think now two while being in college. Okay. Um, the student section is a blast there. It's it's really fun. I have friends that go to school there, so they get me into the student section. But even without being in the student section, and I went with my family my first time going, just the atmosphere in general, it was something I've always wanted to be, was like go to a Badger game. Um, growing up, I always wanted to play for the Badgers, so just being able to see it and being in that atmosphere was awesome, just in general. So, mm-hmm. what, was the, what was your favorite player? Because you guys have been to a bunch of different games. So your favorite player to watch live? Do you have one? Because, like, I think about it, and I look at my D1 game where I was at Illinois. There's this freshman receiver, and he just balled out in that game. I think the next, like, three years he tore his ACL every single year. But he, like, he was the only reason Illinois had a chance to win the game, and he had, like, 150 yards receiving on, like, seven catches and just was going crazy for him. Yeah. Um one that definitely comes to mind is Kyler Murray, actually. Oh, yeah. Got to see him nice. at home. We got blown out entirely. <laughs> <laughs> but just watching the kid move was impressive. Um, and then if I had to actually pick a home team one, based on my freshman year, Hakeem Butler. Oh, yeah. The dude was just a highlight reel. I actually made it on. Yeah, that guy was uh, a beast. I made it on top ten at the end of the video. <laughs> Hands on him. like I think it was against Oklahoma, just breaking a bunch of tackles. And it pans to the crowd, and you just see like six dudes with their shirts off waving. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Oh, he was awesome. I really hope he can stay healthy this upcoming season because he's at Arizona as well. Arizona Cardinals, yep. yep. So, uh, but for me, favorite player to watch live. My favorite player, all time, no matter what, uh, is Chris Borland. Never got to watch him live, but he was my favorite to watch. But in all honesty, watching Jonathan Taylor tear it up at Camp Randall's insane. The guy's a beast. Like. Watching him go off and just, he runs guys over. He makes guys miss. He finds that, that hole that you didn't think someone's going to find. He's just a different type of player. But I, if, on the defensive side of the ball, I'd say Scott Nelson. Uh, safety for the Badgers. He came in as a true freshman and started, I think. Uh, he got hurt this year, but just the way he attacks the ball. I think he had an interception against uh, New Mexico State when I went and watched. So the dude's all over the field. It was just awesome watching him play, too. E.D.? Um, it's hard to be. I've seen two of the best Badgers play uh, with J.J. Watt, especially because when I saw him, he was just a tank. He went off that game. Knowing his backstory, too, I love it. Like, honestly, it's like the true American. Like, just worked harder than other people to get what he wanted, which is awesome. Then also watching Russell Wilson play for two years, or for the one year, like, just so fluid, just like made it look so easy. Um, I remember that there was one time, I don't know, we were racking up points that year, and I think um, we were up like 
sixty something to like ten, and then they ended up we ended up just like breaking an eighty yard touchdown. I remember like listening to the post conference interview or post game interview, and there's like like why did you guys do that? Like ain't that isn't that rude? And there's like we called a simple play, and the hole opened up, and we just like we went for it. Like you you don't just take a knee when you got eighty yards in front of you. Yeah, especially at that point, like you're playing all your young guys, like. They want to, like, enjoy the moment, too. Yeah. That game, honestly, it was fun for, like, the first half, and then it got a little boring. We were just doing whatever we wanted out there, even with, like, third-string guys. But it was still fun. I just I love that you guys have, like, great players that you got to see, and I got this kid from Illinois that <laughs> he went to Illinois. Can't even, like, can't even remember his name. <laughs> yeah. Maybe at least you've gone to some Packer games, haven't you? I went to you with one. So well, I mean, other than like, no, I thought you went to more. Oh, I mean, I went to a preseason game. Oh, that's nice. But like, yeah, I uh, like no one played in it. So yeah. like, my only memory of a Packer game, we showed up 15 minutes late, <laughs> yep. and Aaron Rodgers gets knocked out against the Bears. <laughs> and so we're playing Hudley, and uh, we're literally just sitting there, and uh, we're t- just talking with these girls in front of us, and. Uh, Hanging out the whole entire time, but hey, it was fun. What was the names? Like I said, we struck out the whole entire time. Mainly, <laughs> we were throwing we, Fox we, under the yeah, bus. Yeah, we normally <laughs> just kind of let Fox do his thing. <laughs> it was fun to watch. <laughs> Have you guys been packing games before? Uh, I was at like one of the, like the family day ones. No. I've been to a preseason game. That's it. We played the Seahawks. That's when Vince Young was on the Packers still. So oh, that wow. one, that like half season. So I got to watch Vince Young play, but. <laughs> Alright, well, never mind. That was going to be my next talking point. Was seeing if you guys compared what you compared, like, NFL to college ball, like, the atmosphere, but. College is better. I think, I think college is too. Um, simple. Most of the time I would say so, but then I was front row, like, end zone for a Packer game. It was a winner game, and it was. I forgot who we were playing, but it was a tight game, and it ended up, like, going down to the wire. Give it, Randall Cobb jumped in my arms. So that's like, pretty awesome. Yeah, it made it that much better. That's <laughs> pretty awesome. But that was that was a pretty fun game. I don't know. Lambeau Field can get pretty fun for some games. Normally it's like the Packer Viking game, but that's yeah, what say. Yeah, rowdy something like that where fun. you get a big conference rival. And yeah. I think we're the big yeah, it's the conference rivals and then Or the opener. At, yeah, the opener or like late season game, week sixteen, Important seventeen. Game that, yeah, or yeah. college football, like no matter what, the Badgers could be going oh and eleven. If they played Purdue the last game of the year, it would still be hype. Yeah, it's yeah. still going to be yeah. packed and hype. Like it's just how it's going to be. Yeah. Which that's one thing I wish Tech had a little bit. Like the best showings at hockey for up at Tech, that's their main thing. But so it kind of sucks. I mean, you guys have been to basketball games yep. before. Like it's not as cool. Um, like the student section definitely is huge for the hockey games compared to like any other sport, but. What can you do? They're D1. Yeah. So. You're D2. Yeah. Sad, isn't it? We don't get as much money either, so. <laughs> it sucks. They get to fly places and we got to drive a bus. <laughs> All right, my man. Where do you want to Where do we want to go? Um. Well, with you going to Iowa State, I wanted to ask, like, what made you want to go there and just so far away in general? Well, it's really not that far away. I can drive there in, like, six and a half hours. What's it but, for you? That's four for me. Four for you? Yeah. I'm the closest then. Yeah. Yeah. But the main reason I picked Iowa State 
to start was engineering program for aerospace. Okay. Because I want to get into either rockets or planes and such like that. Mm-hmm. And then I actually swapped over freshman year back to mechanical. But I liked the area a lot, and that was kind of one of the driving reasons on my tour. That was pretty much, like, the first school I visited, and I was like, yep, this is it. Like, I like the area, and so I've stayed there ever since. Where else did you visit? Uh, I visited Madison, and then oh, okay. I was going to maybe visit Tech, but the weird part with Iowa State was they accepted me so early, because I think oh, everything wow. runs a little faster down there. So I already knew where I was going, like, before people were sending out their applications to colleges, so didn't really matter to me. <laughs> I had the same thing happen with Tech where I got, um, like, accepted before I even applied to a second college. I'm like, well, I'm going there. Then my mom's like, nope, I'm forcing you to do another application. I was like, why? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to Tech. So I still have to apply, and I think I applied to Platteville because it was, like, the easiest one. Like, you didn't have to write, like, almost any essay or something. Yeah. But I had the same thing because I, I applied to Madison, and I actually kind of got screwed over because – I, like, looked at it one day. I was like, I haven't gotten accepted yet. What's going on? And it said, like, my letter of recommendation didn't go through. Or at first it said something else didn't get through. So I resubmitted that, said it good. And then I waited another, like, week and then came back. And it's like, yeah, your letter of recommendation didn't come through ever. And then, like, I was, like, I was like, oh, all right. Yeah. So I just, like, never finished it after that. So technically I never got accepted to Madison. But. Eh, doesn't matter now. Yeah. <laughs> I got accepted to two places. I got accepted to UWGB right out of high school. Didn't end up going there. Yeah. I remember uh, with my uh, tour, one of the talking points was, uh, so there was an English class that was about how to survive a zombie apocalypse. Yes. So that is what uh, <laughs> $3,000 they wanted me to spend on, or whatever, whatever, like two yeah. grand or at least a grand for the course. That was one of the talking points they gave to all the parents and all the kids. You can have this class about... Uh, event that most likely will never happen in our entire lives that we only see on TV shows. You can and we want you guys to do this. Use your college education on it. Yep. Alright, different notes. <laughs> Cole, where'd you look at going? Um, so for me, I really sticked uh, in-state, so all the UW schools for the most part. And then Carroll was really the only private school that I looked at. And I didn't choose to go to Carroll for the whole private school aspect. And Trust me, the whole price difference that totally yeah. sucks. <laughs> I, I know but, the feeling. But um, just the the physical education pro or physical therapy program, excuse me, there is just so good. Um, I got I'm in there through direct emit, and I'm I'm already guaranteed not guaranteed, but I have a very good shot of just starting that program, not this next year, but the year following. So I felt like it's the best path for me to do what I wanted to do once I was done with college. It also gave me a chance to play football still, so yeah. I was able to continue to do that as well. That's nice. Um, so how many years do you say? How how many years would it take to get that full degree? So at Carroll, it's six years, and then at most other schools, it's seven. So it's fast-tracked a year at Carroll, which is – so then come my senior year, I'll technically be starting grad school. So what do yeah. you have left? Three years? Uh, I will have three years. Or, yeah, I f- just finished my second, so yeah. So I'll have four, technically. Okay. You guys make me feel so old and so far behind. <laughs> I have a year and a half left, hopefully, and you guys, you're double that and four years older than you, three years older than you right now. Yeah, I'm going for a victory lap my at Tech, so. Fifth year? Yeah. yeah. What about you, Fabes? How many years do you got left? Uh, Two more years of semesters. 
but that's probably going to be longer with taking a co-op at some point. Okay. Now, do you have to? Do I have to to, like, graduate? No, yeah, take a co-op to graduate. No, but they just highly recommend it. So. Yeah, because I know, um, so my cousin does engineering at Grand Valley, and they require you to take a co-op at some point during your college career there to graduate. But help at tech, you don't have to. But Do you guys have something like senior design then, your last end of... Yeah, so we actually have a sophomore design, which I took this past spring, and then a senior capstone. Okay. So the sophomore is kind of like the precursor to it. it. Gets you into the labs, so you get everything used, and then the capstones run by some company depending on who sponsors you. Yeah. What did you do for your sophomore thing? So we were doing like these economy kits for third world countries that are supposed to help with things, and so we decided to do the easiest thing we could do, which was a mulcher. Nice. So it's, so it's literally it started being some complex thing like grinding stuff, and then it just turned into two rods that kind of pinch things between. <laughs> Did you actually get a build a prototype or we're supposed to we and had then... final design review the Friday before break and then after break we were gone so never got to it on that note how did school change for you boys like coming out of spring break into like online classes do you guys are you canvas yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me, um, a lot of my professors actually adapted really well. I was actually really impressed by it. Um, one professor kind of dropped the ball a little bit, but I'm not gonna be upset about that at all. Um, <laughs> in all honesty, I thought the transition went pretty smooth. It was pretty boring not being with my friends at school and being at school in general. But it, so it was you, a good. You stayed down there, or did you? Come I was. Back I, I had to come back. I wasn't allowed. They closed the dorms down. They closed everything oh, okay. down at school. So, how about you? Mine sucked. <laughs> it sucked. I can't I test know. that. Engineering got real hard when you can't do hands-on stuff or go yeah. talk with your yeah, teachers. That's, that's one thing too with with exercise science. Like I was in a lot. I was in a testing and prescription where we're we're t uh, like actually doing like physical testing with people, mm. like getting them in a gym, and then you're writing a, a workout for them. So that that really sucked. Not getting to do that, but yeah, it was just weird not being hands-on. Like that design class. It's like, oh, well, build a testing plan for your prototype. And so you're just writing this report on something that you don't know what you're testing because you didn't build it. And then you're making up data <laughs> just, yeah. just to submit an assignment. Yeah. So it was like just a lot of like some things are just pointless. And then a bunch was busy work. And I had one teacher that was good with like talking to students. Hmm. But other than that, I had a mechanics exam. We took mechanics and materials. Oh yeah. Oh, that class sucks. <laughs> it was our third exam, and it's like they're sitting like seventy-five percent averages for them, so they're keeping it good. This one shot down to a sixty for the third midterm, and a bunch of people had problems with like pictures loading and stuff. And she goes, "Oh, the final will be a lot better. Don't worry, guys." Final average dropped down to a fifty-three. <laughs> 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 like I, I sat. There's three questions, and you had 30 minutes each. You couldn't work ahead. You couldn't go back. And so I had one question. I opened, and I couldn't see the picture. And she <laughs> goes, go to this file in Canvas, and they're already going to be uploaded. They weren't. <laughs> so I sat there for 10 minutes out of the 30 minutes, just, like, sitting there, waiting for this to load. And then I had one friend who had part of his exam didn't even open for him. So he had to stay <laughs> after this exam so it's like 10:30 at night and he's like trying to figure this out with the teacher to take this part 
And eventually she just goes, yeah, we're going to call it a night. Uh, maybe I'll figure it out tomorrow and have you guys take it. If not, you just can't do it. Everyone's like, what? And so this guy actually sent her an email and she was like really apologetic and she tweaked some things on it. So like, I think they might've moved some grades up, but it was just like, the fact is like, for a week she's just like don't worry guys this is going to be a lot easier than the third midterm everything's going to run smoothly and then everything was horrible it's quite the opposite <laughs> like i had one of them was like a wrong picture went in so it's like it's like telling me like these two points and i don't even have like the points labeled on my drawing so i'm just kind of sitting there like what <laughs> yeah no for one of my finals it was like each question was it was supposed to be like a hundred point final and like coming up to the last question you kind of like add them up and see where you're going and like it was up to about 75 points i was like oh this last question is going to be like important and then it literally says make up your own question find your own data and answer it and like solve it and i'm like what, <laughs> what? like what you, you have to find a real world problem i'm like okay i can i can figure out a real world problem but I have no clue how to get the data. Yeah, like, like <laughs> I'm not gonna go go out to a testing site, get data, bring it back to the lab, or like get samples, bring it back to the lab, get data from that, and then calculate it. And I'm like, I don't know. So I just like wrote out what it would be, and then I said what I would do if I had data. I'm like, <laughs> that's the best. And that one was the test I didn't need to do. It didn't make sense. I could drop like to an F on the final. And it would barely change my grade, but then if I dropped to A B on my last lab report, it dropped my grade substantially, <laughs> which made no sense. But. I had uh, one class. It was for uh, teacher education, and I think I so after we went online, I didn't watch one single video she posted. I didn't check in with her at all. So like, I got like four emails from the university, like. Hey, uh, message us. Want to see how you're doing? How you're adjusting? Didn't do anything. I had to do two papers. One was for the final, and then one was for just like a end of a section. They were due at nine o'clock on a Monday, both times. I started on both at like two in the afternoon. I got it like a ninety-seven percent on one, and then my final. I was like, as long as I get like an eighty, I got like an A. Yeah. So I got like an eighty-two percent on it. Called her good. I was. So so I, I was done with school three weeks before the final. Like I was like, I didn't want to do anything more. Well, not like done, done, but <laughs> yeah. like I checked out and that really like uh, hurt my productivity a little bit. But I mean, I was I was happy with my grades. I don't think I'm as smart as you three, so like my grades aren't where you guys are at. But uh, they were there. I was happy. Did, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say loss of productivity. My sleep schedule got so messed up too from this. My yeah, actually, I would agree with that too. Yeah, I was I was pretty bad with that. Well, like, yeah, I wake up at like six in the morning for classes normally, mm -hmm. and then I start going like to bed at two and waking up at like nine thirty ten. Did you stay down? I came back up. Came back up. Never okay. made it back down. Figured my roommate would distract me too much, <laughs> which based on snaps I saw from him was very true. <laughs> Did you live in the dorms also or were you in a house? Apartment. Okay. Because I know we, I went back up to tech because um, initially we were, uh, what was it? Oh, spring football hadn't been canceled yep. yet. So, <laughs> yeah. So I had to go back up and then once I was up, they like canceled practices, but we were still going to have meetings and lifting and then they canceled that also. But I just stayed up there and 
it was pretty fun being in like we would just crank through homework for the first couple get, hours get of the day and, and then we'd just goof around from like 10 a.m. till about 2 in the morning like every day and like you said our sleep schedule got messed up but it was, it was a good time I slept so much more yeah I would go to bed at like somewhere between 10 and 2 and then like it varied between the night but like I think I averagely woke up at around 11.30 every single day I went turkey hunting towards the tail end of the year and we also went smelting and so like there was nights I would go to bed around 3.30 get up at 5 go turkey hunting it was a rough turnaround but you haven't done that before or anything. In place. <laughs> never, never, never. <laughs> never. It's not like we're at the place that. where I normally do it. <laughs> but. Yeah. Countertop. We're at a countertop, obviously. Close enough. There's yeah. one here. Yeah, there's a countertop. There's always a countertop nearby. There's always a seat you can pull up. There's always a good conversation to be had. That's true. So. That's the philosophy we live by. <laughs> like, that's our motto nowadays. What do ESPN have to say? Uh, Vince McMahon is done with the XFL. Oh, no. News report. I thought it was actually. I thought make they it. did. They filed for bankruptcy already. I thought. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that. That's what happens when your season gets canceled halfway through, though. I'm like I th- I was I was really hoping for it. I really liked where they were potentially going with it being their kind of own thing, yeah. and players actually had a chance to move to the NFL because they were all one-year deals, and I had my team picked out. It wasn't terrible football either. Like it was pretty fun to watch. Sit down and watch it, and not the crowd got rowdy. Yeah. Oh, no, it would have been fun to go to one. Oh, I would uh, love St. To. Louis is getting one, aren't they? They had the battle, the battle hawks, hawks. Yeah. and they were, they were like dope unis. Was that the team you picked? I won. Yeah, I think so. That or I wanted. I like see the Seattle Dragons. I wasn't too bad behind either. Oh, no, I was a Houston Roughnecks, Roughnecks because they had the one Badger in the entire thing that was on their team. And I'm like, I'm hopping on this player straight. I'm rooting for him. He's a guard, and I don't think he ever started a game. There was a linebacker that played for the Badgers in the XFL, too. I can't remember who it was, though. But I saw his name, and I knew right away. I was like, oh, he played for the Badgers. That was one thing I went through. We actually did a fantasy draft for it, <laughs> but it was just some like sketch site, and we didn't know anybody. <laughs> so we were like looking them up, and we couldn't find them at all. So yeah, we gave up like two weeks through that. Yeah, <laughs> the season's going on for like four, and we're like, yeah, we're done. I won my first week game. No, it was definitely a sport where it was like the first week I went on my way to watch it, yeah. and then if I was free the other weeks, I would watch it, but I wasn't really trying to do it. So they still had some work to do. First season was Carney, wasn't it? First week? Yeah. It might have been. Yeah. I think I watched it with you. Yep. I was uh, I was all in. It was a couple games. Who was the quarterback we got to watch? Oh, what was his name? He was a bust. Oh, they, almost all of those guys in there are a bust. Yeah. We didn't get to watch P.J. Walker. He, he was good. I've, I watched him play. He was pretty good. I mean, he's actually in the NFL right now. Yep. I'm like... Excited to see what he can do. Yeah. Well, you boys should come up for Winter Carnival this year. If if we even have school by that we point. Should. If we don't, that's a problem. I think we're going to all be out at our campuses. I think so. I think we'll be at them. I don't know if we'll be doing on, or we'll be going to classes. Because have you guys heard anything about your schools yet? I've heard a little bit, but nothing's been set in stone for us. We just kind of got 
uh, a meeting from not a meeting but a, a video message on Instagram from our president saying the the guidelines that they're kind of starting to lay down and they don't have a plan set in stone but they're like talking about social distancing in classrooms uh, wearing masks to class if if necessary but right now at least Carroll University by the sounds of it is kind of going all in on being able to have everybody back on campus come fall mine hasn't talked about any guidelines but they did release a statement like two weeks ago saying that we're gonna be back for the fall so okay because i know i heard um one was it lake state up in sault saint marie uh in the up they're doing it different where you come to school in august you don't get a you don't get any Thanksgiving break or any fall break, you can go from start of August right up to Thanksgiving. Then you have off from Thanksgiving to like middle end of January, and then you go from January to May, no spring break. Yeah, that was what we our president talked about. Some, not something quite like that, but we were gonna split it up in like I think three to four week segments, yeah. and then at the end of that segment there'd be a break. You'd come back for another segment, and then that was your semester. Yeah. So. Because it was like they were trying to get like people to come and stay and not commute everywhere and all that crap. But, I don't know. I'm not going to hear anything until UW-Madison decides to do something. Like, they're going to choose to do something. And then, every, yeah. Yeah, Point will choose to do something, and then we'll be like, okay, we'll do we'll do yeah. something like they're going to do. Tech's normally on the forefront. They normally, they, they just make up their mind, they go with it. They don't change. It's nice. Like you know Not what you're always. actually doing. <laughs> Not always. Not when they make... How do you feel about this? Because no one here pays for all... Like, gets their school completely paid for, correct? Everyone has paid at least a little. Oh, yeah. Oh, now, God. if... A lot. <laughs> a lot. Okay. So, if we went back... Or, if we had to do online schooling in the fall, do you think they'd lower tuition? Or, if they made you pay full tuition, how would you feel? If I had to play full tuition and doing online schooling at home, I'd be pretty upset, pretty angry. Uh, I would hope if we were on campus, it wouldn't be quite full tuition because, you know, you, you aren't really in class. So I understand at Carroll, you have to live on campus your first, usually your first three years there. Um, so, like, I'd have to pay for board and food still. So... Did you get a refund at all from the semester? I got uh, half my meal plan back, and I think I got a little bit back for my housing. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's nice. So I just look at it, and it's a weird thing that they can do with potentially, like, are they going to be there or not? Like, I would think about taking a semester off again, depending on what my class load. Because if I'm having a ton of classes, you can't. I can't. I, can't I, either, I don't yeah. get that choice. I, I totally, me and my friends talked, we agreed if we were online for the fall, we we're all going to still live in Ames, but we we're just going to be like degenerates <laughs> and maybe, maybe take like a three credit gen ed online. But other than that, like the classes I'm in, part-time student. I'm not going to learn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to learn anything through online and it's just, a, I'm paying for lab fees that you don't even, I can't use. get to use a lab. Mm -hmm. So like, that was one thing that upset me the most is I paid probably almost close to 500 in lab fees this semester yeah. and I didn't get to do half of them. Yeah, I'm in all science courses for the most part and every single science course comes with a lab that I have to do with it, so. Yeah. That one I didn't like to see. And it was just like, it was weird because you, so you, were, was everyone kicked out of the dorms for you? Like you oh, yeah. didn't Everything have a choice? Everything was closed down. We could not go back to campus at all. See, for tech, 
you were allowed to like get out like up to a certain date and you get a refund if you moved out before then but then if you stayed you had to stay to the end of the year they won't let you move out in between which was kind of in between because the ras just were gone so you didn't even have to check out you just left just left so it was just like i don't really think they actually monitored who stayed and not whatnot it was just a discount essentially like not everyone not everyone could get it though Really? Yeah, like I know That's a lot stupid. of the ROTC people couldn't get it because tech already pays for their housing. Oh, so I mean, I guess they never have to pay for it in the first place. Yeah, so there's no refund for them to get really. Some people in ROTC still did. That's I'm still kind of salty about some people getting. There's one guy making nine grand a semester off the Air Force because he got a full ride through his high school. Oh, oh. yeah, that'd be nice. Shout out to Rylander. Yeah, we, we don't get that rather. Yeah. J, hey, J. Lou did. Oh yeah, it, congrats. What is it? One every, once every four years, Jake, Rylander gets. Jacob Mater got it too. Okay. Maybe yeah. that's maybe it's like a rotation cycle. It is. But, oh, once, actually, once the four years goes through. Yeah, you guys are four years. Oh my <laughs> god, I'm old. Oh my gosh. Well, that that is sad. I feel. <laughs> Uh, you wanna do you have anything else like we wanna drop on this ET or do we wanna they'll be back board? around during uh, our Hodeg shout out thank you Hodeg Country Fest and the Oneida County Board we're gonna have Hodeg music at Hodeg Country Festival thingy I call it just Hodeg I actually what is their full name? Hodeg. I think it's just Hodeg Country Hodeg. Festival. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was Country Music Festival. Yeah, that that's too. what it is, yeah. Hodeg Country Music Festival. But shout out to them. Thanks for having it. Um, I guess the next people we want to thank are uh, yep. Cole Spaulding and Jared Fabish for yep. coming on the show and uh, giving us 45 minutes of your lives to talk. Thanks for helping put the dock and lifts in today. Oh, yeah. Also enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I really we spend, appreciate you guys. We spend it. almost probably a quarter of our summer out here anyway, so <laughs> might, as well, might as well help what we can. Yeah. Thank you very much. I also want to give a shout out to uh, freshman basketball coach and our teacher at Superior High School, Willie Moon, for doing our design on our logo. And shout out to our new producer and uh, social media expert, Abby Andrews. Yes, she's my sister. Yes, she is doing it for free right now. Hopefully, we can pay them both eventually. That is and, a goal. Uh, last shout out to my sister, Laura Tracy. Thanks for helping set up. Um, the bio for our podcast and help me through that because I'm good at math, not as good at the whole <laughs> not uh, writing thing. Not good at English. <laughs> yeah, math makes sense. Words don't make as much sense. Follow us on Instagram at Countertop Convos 2.0. No, I think it's just Countertop Conversations 2.0. Countertop Conversations 2.0. Oh, Countertop underscore Conversations 2.0. Look it up. It's not hard. Um, if you, what was it? What else do we want to say? Oh, the email. Um, if you got anything to say to us, uh, good, bad, we want to hear it, email us at uh, countertop.convos2.0 at gmail.com. Uh, like, subscribe. It helps get our name out there more. So thanks, for everyone, for listening. Thanks for coming in. And no, you will always have a seat at the countertop. See you guys later.